What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're returning, welcome. It's all love for everybody involved. Okay? Now, we got some tea to get into today, right? But before we get into the tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally everywhere else. Now, y'all. Today was a fairy tale. As one would say, I got to spend hours locked away with one of my favorite artists of all time. And I literally cannot say anything regarding it, period. But I can discuss all the technicals and everything that really went into what happened. So I spent about eight hours again, like I said, locked away filming. And it was just so interesting seeing all the intricate parts that go behind an artist, that go behind a production, that go behind filming generally speaking right it was it, the experience was so crazy seeing all the moving parts there are so many people that work behind an artist and you really see that an artist is a machine when an artist is a certain level of famous they become a machine seeing how stage sets get broken apart you know, in uh, put together, seeing how they mark through things, they move everything to the spot, they do the rehearsal before the artists come out. There was just so many different types of things going on. And I've never seen anything so detailed and so, wow, like, oh my God. Y'all know, first of all, it really gives a different aspect of filming you know of being behind a camera all that they're really looking for their angles their shots their lighting everything if the lighting's not right stop done do it over so it doesn't mess up the take right or so it doesn't use that film that they're going to need right it it, it, it whoa 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 you know y'all i can't i can't I, I'm just, I'm still so in awe at the fact that I just experienced something so incredible and exciting, exhilarating and all the fucking above. I'm just so grateful to be in this moment right now. I have been present for eight hours a day, no phones, no electronics, no nothing, just you and the artist and their music and experiencing the experience that eventually everyone is going to get to experience but to be there and to be a part of it even in the tiniest way is just absolutely insane and i know this is so vague but y'all like oh my god when it comes out i can't wait to do a podcast about it i may if i i I can't i can't y'all i can't and I signed that NDA down. And I know that my ass can't say a goddamn word. But whoa. Whoa. Y'all. So like when a certain set was going up, right? 
they had to clear off the stairs with kind of like a swifter each time to get any sort of debris that maybe had come off the stage watching them reload the pyro every time it like the sets coming down how they move the sets but how sometimes the set being moved is part of the production so the dancers may sometimes move a set or whatever the case may be i it has taken film to a whole new level it also kind of reminded me of seeing high school musical the musical the series because it really gave an entire different aspect of theater of film theater like all around the stage hand the everything behind the scenes we got to see everything everything the concert that people see at the end of the day we didn't see that, even though we did, but that's not what the focus was. The focus was everything behind and seeing how much each individual thing plays a part. Like if one person even sitting down in the crowd is in a different area, that person may need to be moved. So that way the lighting with the stage is highlighted and enhanced. Like there are just so many different technicals that go on. And y'all, I, I, at this point, it's like I'm repeating myself, but I, 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 y'all, I got to tread lightly, bitch. Okay. I got to tread lightly. When you sign that shit down, you, you better not be saying nothing and the main thing that we wanted to do we wanted to make sure that after we had left the venue that we were actually able to maybe kind of sort of discuss things in a way so i'm allowed to do this podcast in the most vague way possible but this podcast honestly is just about gratitude it's about gratitude about where i am and where i am going So there are a lot of positive things happening in my life. And I really wanted to make this podcast full of gratitude. It is. I'm just going to name this podcast gratitude because that's all it is. There are a lot of things happening in my life right now with my podcast being the top 10% most shared globally, not in the US, not in my state, globally around the entire fucking planet. How is that possible? I really don't know. I really have no fucking clue. But you know, I've a lot of things have happened. I've been on TV at the MTV Awards. I was on TV with the Billboard Music Awards. Like, you know, like not small shit. It's not small shit. And it's a really big thing where I don't realize what I'm doing and I don't realize the stature of what I'm doing. I don't realize the intensity of what I'm doing until other people are kind of like, oh, wow. Like, you know, sometimes when you get opportunities that are, well, that most people aren't going to get, other people are kind of like, whoa, you're kind of famous. Whoa. You're blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not the case, okay? It's not the case. I'm blessed. I'm not lucky, quote unquote. I am blessed, but I'm also not famous. So like, 
<laughs> if you want to speak that into fruition, fine. At the end of the day, though, I do not desire my life to be picked apart under a microscope. And that's what comes with fame. Anyway, so like the last thing I want is a bitch to be screen recording my podcast and take it over to Twitter and then make a viral tweet about it. And then I got to defend my motherfucking self, which I wouldn't at the end of the day. I would just get off the motherfucking app and let y'all go ahead and talk to a brick wall. And that would be that. But still... <laughs> These are realistic scenarios here. I mean, even now, I had a whole, uh, I had a whole situation where, and this is what I believe really kicked off the direction of my podcast, where somebody had called me out on Twitter about something so dumb, and it was in regards to someone who was accused of sexual assault, but the accuser was somebody on Twitter who was random and the story wasn't true. It was confirmed to be not true too. So me clocking that it wasn't true, they, you know, bitches got at me. So I released the podcast that's so canceled. And that energy has probably driven the rest of my podcast. You gotta have thick skin. You do. You really do. But you know, as I continue to grow as a podcast, as a brand, as a bakery store, as whatever the fuck venue or avenue or venture I want to do or go on, I'm going to eat it up. You better know that. You better know that. I'm going to eat it up. Y'all, I, I have been laying out the right things at the right time starting off with the youtube channel growing that implementing the podcast growing that combining the two together and pushing those two forward now beginning to implement music pushing that forward because now i have a somewhat established platform that is growing right now we can add more things to it because I'm I'm a type of person that has to focus on one thing at a time. I have to. If I don't focus on one thing at a time, it gets chaotic. ADHD is everywhere. And I'm like, whoa, okay? And you know, when you have ADHD and too much shit be going on, sometimes you may just have to take a fucking nap in the midst of chaos and sometimes refigure it out. So that is what it is. But it's just the fact that I'm really in this place and in this space where new opportunities are arising and new paths that I would like y'all so if you don't know I used to work for TMZ and honestly TMZ was not the route for me it wasn't what fit me but this new avenue that I'm going on these new opportunities that I'm getting more so fit me you know I felt as though that TMZ was and I'm gonna have a podcast specifically on TMZ but being a like it, it just wasn't me it wasn't me and life had to force me into the direction to where I needed to go in because I wasn't going to be fulfilled until I did something that really made me want to get up out of bed. And it's not that it was something like TMZ that really didn't make me want to get out of bed. But again, it didn't align with who I was and with my spirit, right? It, uh, uh, I'm going to leave it at that, okay? 
Let my girl is down over there, especially Jason. You eat it up, boo. Um, and Harvey, come on, sir. You better eat it up, okay? Love all the girlies over there. It is what it is. But, you know, I think that now, right now, what's happening right now is meant for me. And I constantly have to be shown. Look, bitch, sometimes a bitch just got to learn for themselves. And I have to be shown that life is going to do what life is going to fucking do. I have to be shown. I hold on to faith along the way. I don't always know where I'm going, but I know where I'm going to go, the direction I'm going in. I know that, right? And a big thing about the industry is that a lot of the jobs that you get, they sometimes those first couple jobs may not work out. They may not be for you. You may not entirely like them, but they're going to be jobs that lead to the other job that lead to the other job that leads to the other job. Right? So that's kind of where I am right now. And I think, you know, today with again, being locked in a room with one of my favorite artists in the entire world for eight hours. Oh my God, I'm still gagging. I'm still a fucking fan girl. But like that experience has me like, Whoa, bitch. You need to reconsider what you be thinking about me. Because if you're not thinking that I'm that bitch, something wrong with you. Well, something wrong with you. Because I am that bitch. I am that bitch. I eat down. I know my lane. And I tell people all the time. Y'all. I tell people all the fucking time, be yourself, do you, do what you're great at, and excel at that shit. And that has been something that has been sticking with me for so long. Do what you're good at and excel at it. If you think it's silly, if people are invalidating it, if people say that's not going to make money, that's not going to sustain, blah, 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 bitch, fuck it. Do what you do, stay with it, and keep going. Period. Keep going. I'm very grateful because I am a person that, okay, shittiest day ever, right? Can't see past it right in this moment. I am going to get up in the morning. So I'm going to end this day better than what is going right now, right? Had a great day. Turned shitty. I'm going to end it off better than what it just was. I'm going to keep going. And it's not that easy, bitch. It's not easy in the slightest bit to keep going. When you start businesses, when you start platforms, you're not going to get viewers. You're not going to get likes. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get that. You're not going to have a lot of people. A lot of strangers are going to support you more than the people that you know. These, These things right here reality that is reality and that is something major that i have learned i can't tell you the amount of people that i know that haven't supported the shit that i've done and sure they have maybe supported in silence or maybe on the side or blah 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 blah, or all that stuff and i don't really take it personally I really don't. I think there was a time that I would have, but I don't because I'm so focused on me and the people that do appreciate me and the stuff that I do and the people who do show me love. I'm so focused on that that I really don't think about the rest of it. There are obviously times where it is made apparent that 
you obviously have to notice it because you have to look at your analytics. You have to look at all of this shit to see where you need to grow, what you need to focus on, and what you need to do better. So it's kind of just like, okay, well, what are you here for then? (laughs) No, because bitches will be watching. Bitches will watch the whole fucking time and will not support or like, and it's like, oh my God, you care about it. Like, no, bitch. Here's what I care about. Even if one person goes to my video, that's a unique view. That's a unique like. That's a unique comment. All of those things are now going to boost the algorithm. So all of that, the area that you sit in on the algorithm of stuff that you like, that you see, the people in that area are now going to see it. And everybody comes from a different corner of the world, a different corner of entertainment, a different corner of topics and all of that shit. So any sort of support is going to help. And it's not about the interaction itself. It's about what the interaction is going to do. And obviously, sometimes there is more of a meaning to the interaction. The interaction may very much so be, oh, this is you, so you know what I mean? Something real surface level or whatever but it is a baseline of support so i just find it super fucking weird that people do not support their friends and again i don't take that personally but that is a reality and when you are doing shit like this you do have to face a lot of those realities you have to face a lot of those realities. You ha- It's just like facing the reality that if you put something on a public platform, you put it out there for people to comment on, to quote, to retweet, to comment, whatever. You know what I mean? You put that out there. So that's why you have to have thick skin. You can go out there and tweet something out of your business. Somebody will quote tweet that and drag you or be mean or be nasty or something. And you really do have to keep your composure. Sometimes you may drag a bitch. Yes, absolutely. For sure. It happens. I do. I know you do. Who doesn't? You're not going to talk to me crazy, but that's that. But it's just a simple fact that, again, you do have to have that thick skin. You do have to let that reality sit in. Because if you don't, maybe you have a wake up call. <laughs> And it's not going to be a cute one. No, it's not going to be the cute hotel wake up calls when you get, you know, that ring, 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 ring. Yep, this is your call time. Wake up, bitch. No, you're not getting that. You're going to get punched in the face. Well, well. And again, I'm so grateful. I'm full of gratitude. I'm full of gratitude that I'm even talking about this shit because two years ago, I was just talking to a friend. I said two years ago, I would have never guessed that I was doing any of the stuff, and I mean zero, zero of the things that I have done over the last year and a half or more, literally since the beginning of what, 2021, I want to say, was it 2021? No, beginning of 2022, for sure, shit changed, I don't, look, I let go of a friend that had been holding me back for almost a decade, and again, this is I allowed this person to take up space. I didn't build proper boundaries, right? And that held me back. So I have responsibility in that, right? But I also took the initiative to remove this person out of my life and create a path forward that was positive for me, right? And I also created more positive and healthy friendships along the way in a support system. I surrounded myself with people who have vision, who want more, who want to be more, who want more for themselves and who aren't just comfortable in the position that they're in wherever they are. And I love that. 
because all it has done really is removing a certain person out of my life that I, I didn't realize how much space I allowed that person to take up because once I removed them, there was almost the space of what do I do? That's how much space I allowed a bitch to take up to where I didn't know what the fuck to do. A bitch could say, bitch, look inward. Like, bitch, think about you, right? Like, reflect or something. You know what I mean? Like, a bitch is like, no. All this time that I spent helping a person fix their life or, you know, a person depending on me to help them, a grown-ass person depending on me to help them make decisions on their life, calling me a motherfucking speed bump. Bitch, a motherfucking speed bump. You need a motherfucking speed bump. You better take them training wheels off, bitch. You a grown-ass woman. No, like... (laughs) No, it it, is... No. It's really no heart feelings to that girl or anything. I really hope that she's having um, a blessed life. And um, yeah, but anyway, it really just was that situation that really pushed me forward. I think that was the defining line that really taught me everything that I needed to know. Because I, there's just, there's a lot of symbolism, bitch. And also at the same time, I always think about how Um, When I was in Kentucky, I began to let things go from my past and I began to see things move forward in the most minuscule way. Like even I lost the wallet that I had been holding on for so long just because it was so familiar. And I tend to do that with a lot of things for whatever reason. But I lost that wallet. And when I lost that wallet, I got a whole bunch of new shit. And it was just like a step forward to healing. And throughout different phases of my life, I kept losing shit. And I didn't know why. I wouldn't let it go. I would not let any of that shit go. And I still, even to this day, I still really don't understand. But it's just, I think, the comfortability of holding on to it. Because setting on a new path, the uncomfortable is uncomfortable. But you have to be in that uncomfortable zone to grow. I held on to this person because this person felt comfortable. When I let them go, I had no idea what the fuck to do. I was like, whoa. What the fuck? Literally, I had no idea what the fuck to do. I was in the midst of uncomfortable. And I had to work through that uncomfortable to really retrain my mind to focus back onto myself in those moments of silence rather than thinking about someone else or helping someone else I had to think about me I tell you one thing about me I'm focusing on me and where I'm going I have a long road ahead I've done a lot in this life And I mean a lot. I've worked at a world famous cheerleading camp. (laughs) Choreographing down. Coaching down. You know. I've been in the cheerleading industry. I've made several, several big moves. And, you know, cheerleading is really one of those things that I'm also grateful for. Because it really... 
helped me transition out of the culture that I was put in. In soccer, I was really put into this straight culture, to be honest with you. I was really surrounded by locker room talk, right? And I'm gay as hell, bitch. Be motherfucking for real. So that shit really wasn't happening in the motherfucking lockers. But, you know, I was really comfortable with the people I, you know, I was with. It wasn't really uncomfortable or anything like that. That was my family down. So, it was more of me just being in a space to feel comfortable enough to be myself. So cheerleading really opened that space. And then it really, you know, put me back into a space of entertainment, you know? So my favorite part about cheerleading was dancing and, you know, just the energy that it carries of an overall routine and being up on that stage with the lights in front of the crowd. I'm a different person. When I'm on stage, I'm a different person. Everybody knows that. When it came to, what's this shit? What am I talking about? A Greek sing. Greek sing is like a uh, charity dance competition that um, colleges have for their Greek life to raise money. And girl, I stepped on that motherfucking stage. Them lights turned on and social anxiety who? <laughs> Literally social anxiety who, bitch? Because it goes away when I'm at cheerleading camp and I'm coaching to all these kids, like 20 something kids that I'm having to command and do drills and, you know, send them in each direction and give them structure for, you know, a good batch amount of time for a day session and a night session and then open gyms. And you know what I mean? Like the flip of a switch it changes. I'm a different person. The mindset is on. And when I'm in an entertainment aspect, the same thing happens. When I turn on that camera for a reaction, I don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> when I turn on the mic to sing, I don't know who the fuck I am. When I turn on this podcast, I know who the fuck I am. But who the fuck is this? Because you know what I mean? I'm in a different... Come on now. You know what I mean? I'm in character. I'm in my zone. Hello. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Nicki Minaj because she's the queen of rap. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that had to do. Actually, well, no, because you, Queen Radio really does inspire the energy that's on this podcast. It, she does. She does. She's the, she's the queen of motherfucking rap. She's the motherfucking pink print. She is. She is. I love that. But y'all, I'm again, I'm just so grateful for where I am. I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot in this lifetime. I'm doing a lot specifically right now in this lifetime. And I'm going to do even more. I'm on a journey to <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah. I will be the person that sees new heights. I will be the person that creates that college fund for the family so that way the kids who want to go to college inside the family can go no motherfucking problem i will create generational wealth for this motherfucking family no period starting with my own that's what's gonna motherfucking happen yes that is a manifestation but i'm very for sure on that and i do mean very <laughs> 
<laughs> There's no doubt in my fucking mind. It's going to take time, however long it takes. If you don't know Taraji P. Henson's story, go check it the fuck out. It is the most inspiring story you will hear. Hear her age when she first started, how she started, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, shit was a lot different back then, but you want to know what? You still got to fucking hustle. It doesn't matter. My podcast debuted in the the, the, the top new podcast. I could have been like, oh, yes, dip. Thinking, thinking I'm on top of the fucking world. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine my podcast debut on the top new uh, podcast? And I think that I got a number one record on the Billboard Hot Fucking 100. Be serious. <laughs> Yo. Mm-mm. Wow. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. And I'm, you know, I'm starting to wrap up this podcast right now. Oh, man, I just I can't wait to really discuss more details about my experience today. I can't. But I can't even put into words what I feel. I feel inspired, actually. I feel inspired. I feel motivated to do what I love to reach new heights in the areas that I'm in y'all like it's so hard to get anywhere in this industry period and if you get somewhere it's even harder to make money because realistically look at fucking Fifth Harmony them hits that they got down and they not even making that 5k a month that they was getting from streaming so be so serious i'm like come on joe rogan with all his racist scandals at the fucking top of spotify can we invest in people who i don't know maybe reflect the world that we want to see or that we live in oh Maybe it does. A white man who has been racist being put at the top. I'm just saying being racist validates you losing your platform. That's all I'll say. It validates you losing your platform. Period. But at the end of the day, these people make the men at the top money. And if you think they just let that go because of racism that they probably don't care about, because it's business, it's not personal. And that's also another reality that has to sit in because a lot of people who are on the outside of the industry in any sort of capacity, they see certain moves happen, business moves, and then they take that as personal. And I can see why a person would take that personal but you can't you can't you cannot take shit personal because every last thing that they're making a decision on is business purely and it could involve some personal things to you but nope And that shit does suck. 
There's been a lot of places that have been like, you know, okay, we need some more color here. Yeah. You need some more color? I'm like, color? So y'all trying to get ratios of diversity up in here? My question is, why wasn't it already racially diverse to fucking begin with? But anyway, I'm just saying again, like why, why isn't behind the scenes or crews looking like the world that you live in? Why? I don't know, but here's the hoping that they do better. And there's a long way to go. But I am grateful for the artists who actually do take the time to do so. The artists that I experienced today, they did so. And it was so wonderful. I'm just so grateful. Wow. That's all I have to say. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'm so grateful you tuned in today. Make sure you go ahead and drink some water. Eat some good food. Take care of yourself. There's a lot going on in the world. Okay? If we're not taking care of ourselves, then who the hell is? Okay? Rest. Recharge. We got a lot of shit to do. All right, y'all? Now, I'm hopping off here. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Take a couple seconds at the end of this podcast and just be grateful for where you are compared to five years ago, 10 years ago. Shit, months, a year, six months from now, you can be in a totally different place. Just be grateful for just a second about anything, the food you have, these Randy's donuts I got in the car. Hey, sponsor me, bitch. No, but seriously, y'all, always stay grateful and humble and never think that it can't be you. All right. Now, for real, for real, I'm off here now. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.